I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. It's Cormac and Saoirse here on Room 104. Now, I don't know if you've got a business that uses or relies on a lot of... Uh, fans and followers on Facebook but imagine you woke up one morning and after years and years of hard work graft and trying to build up your audience where you're able to help make some sort of living you just woke up one morning and it turns out that the elders at Facebook had deemed you unworthy and they'd completely unpublished and deleted your page uh, it's going to be a huge problem for you but that's after happening Farmer Michael aka Steve O'Timothy built up hundreds of thousands of followers on his Facebook page over the last uh, five or six years led to him being able to gig all over Ireland all over the UK uh, make, a, make a living out of this and now all of a sudden it's kind of gone out of nowhere no explanation and Facebook are a bit scummy for doing that but listen uh, joining us on the line now Farmer Michael himself aka Steve O'Timothy to explain more Steve-O um, glad to have you back but it's obviously not in very good circumstances no, no, it isn't. I'm uh, I'm here with uh, Roxy, aka Mary Bridget. How are you, Roxy? Hi. Hi. We're delighted to see that you've jumped on board, by the way, because um, for a while there, Steve, I was thinking this better come back and come back strong. And you had taken yeah, a little break, I'm... which was fine. But now uh, your daughter, Mary Bridget, is on the scene and she's beautiful, by the way. Thank you. Thank you. She is. She is. She is. Thank you so much. I only, I only uh, give birth to the most beautiful children, you know. Well, it's 20, so, 20, yeah, 20, yeah, things have happened. Yeah, I there for a while whether I'd continue it or not, but we ended up re reinventing and came back and got the reach up on the page again. Our last video got 350,000 views or something and then, boom, gone. How, so, ma- yeah. how many, Steve, how many fans did you have built up on that page? 420,000. Oh, Jesus and, then- and about a half a billion video views. And all gone. All gone. It's not deleted, it's unpublished. But I don't know, there's no explanation. It just says, I just got a notification saying your page has been unpublished for uh, community guideline breaches. Uh, uh, oh, uh, what was it? Oh, is that... Yeah, some... some... Hate speech. Hate speech. Oh, yeah, I remember you mentioning that. Uh, hate speech. Yeah. <laughs> so I presume a bot just picked up keywords or... Someone reported something and it just picked it up as being... Because a boss can't detect satire, sarcasm, parody, you know. Because, yeah, so, if, if people haven't uh, seen... If you haven't seen Steve-O's character, it's very much, um, as you mentioned, that satire and... You, you can say, I would say, offensive things, but everyone who's watching it knows that from the perspective you're coming from, it is, yeah. it is, it's not 
what you believe it, your caricature you're ridiculing it and you know that's what Salah oh, yeah. is exaggerating and ridiculing it to prove to make a point uh, yeah. and I said a, a bot can't pick up on that so um, yeah. over the last like you've been doing this over the last five or six years and I said you've half a billion views 500 million views and this has been your full time gig for the last number of years as well yeah basically I built it up from like scratch when I just posted a few videos for the crappy years ago and it kind of like people were asking me would I do gigs and I was like get away from me I've never done this life good luck yeah. and then I kind of ended up doing it and then it ended up being kind of massive and we never had a negative re- review so far thank god so yeah so now I'm kind of like yeah where do, what do I do now I went in to talk to one of the people on Facebook that exists everywhere but exists nowhere. Oh, you see, so, that's the worst thing about the massive tech companies. They're all like, yeah. we can automate all of our customer service and it'll be fine. Yeah. And they just keep sending you down click funnels and, yeah. and different holes. You're like, no, I would just like just to talk to a human. I need to get hold of a human. Yeah. Yeah. Has this happened to anyone you know like, before? Will you just watch the video? Or I'd like, even if they told me what bit of content was the bit that they had an issue with yeah. and delete it, or I'd delete it. You know, it was just unpolished and I don't know. No warning, no nothing. No, so I don't know what to do. So like, you know, what's the next move? Yeah, what has happened? Do they delete it after a set time? I just don't know. So, Uh, yeah, so I'm waiting and seeing. And like Facebook was my largest one. Like, it's Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter. So it's in that order. Uh, yeah, but like a lot, a lot of people, Facebook, a lot of people aren't using it as much as they did before. But mm. for shows and gigs, it's still very good because uh, the way you can set up events and link oh, and yeah, ticket purchases. Like, this, like this pr- would probably slash my ticket selling capacity by about, I'd say sixty to eighty percent. Oh, wow! Easily. Good luck, by, Yeah. You, you know, and you set up an event for the gig on Facebook, and then you promote the gig. Like I spent ten grand this year alone on Facebook ads. Wow. So like, and God knows how much I've spent. So and do you know what's mad, right? Because if that was a normal business years ago, you're a client of Facebook's who spent ten grand. So you'll give you the benefit of the doubt, and you should have had a, you know, you in a normal business. Let's say like it, it was a newspaper or even a radio station. You'd ring them up and give them the benefit of the doubt, or yeah. you've yeah. spent ten grand. So you'd be like, you'd give, you'd be given an op- afforded an opportunity to right the wrong before uh, this is yeah, just wiped exactly. out straight away, which is just the yeah. annoying thing about the. the and it's very. It's very bad for business practice, as you were saying, even into future attempts, because, like, I'm going to spend more with them. Now yeah. I want it, yeah. I don't have a page. And plus, they're losing, like, obviously, being on Facebook, Facebook is a website. Their idea is to keep you longer on the website, to yeah. sell you ads and sell you products. So, like, I keep people on Facebook as well, because they watch my my videos. So, you know, they're losing revenue in that way as well. So, it's, it's like, they're shooting themselves in the foot. And I don't want to have to go up to Dublin like a mad Gemma Doherty standing outside Facebook <laughs> roaring and shouting. But if it comes to that, I will do it. Because, like, this is, this is, this is, like, this is kind of end of me. I don't know why I'm taking it so well. Well, it's not the end of me, you know what I mean? Like, I will bounce back. But yeah, to be honest with you, Steve, I thought you would have been a crushed man after this now. You're sounding That's in good spirits. hugely <laughs> devastating. Uh, he wasn't sounding in good spirits earlier, anyway. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I can only imagine. He's yeah. got a fine woman on his arm now. No, there you go now. He doesn't need this. Kicking him up the arse saying, cop on now, will exactly. you? Exactly. Um, Steve... Like, I've already lost the gig. Like, I've already lost the Well, it's been, like, the gig has been delayed a bit because the Facebook page is down. Yeah, and obviously... already lost any money straight away. And ticket sales aren't coming. obviously, money in this industry is, like, hen's teeth for the last few months because I haven't done a gig since March, so I haven't worked 
So, you know, where do, do I go now? Yeah, so it, I'm waiting. I'm hoping that some some person that uh, works in Facebook will will answer. So this is a call out to Facebook to please reply to me in any way, shape, or form, email, phone, whatever necessary. If you reply, fair play to you. If you don't, I win. Yeah, which is which I think is it's fair as I said as a client of Facebook's uh, the, you know you should be afforded the I said not even the opportunity because usually beforehand they would flag certain content that would you know mm. this has been deemed inappropriate in the past. and um, I've uh, appealed it and it's came back in my favour right and then the content was put back up again right now do you know of anyone else that this has happened to no okay but like it leaves it leaves the whole topic of, like, I can't do satire then anymore. Can I not do satire? Can that, is that as a, an art form, comedic-wise, gone on Facebook now? Well, in fairness, Steve-O, I, I really think jokes should be illegal anyway. That's what we're going to get, just well, to keep everyone safe. Think, so. Ban the jokes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just show us your papers and then no jokes. Thank you very much. Where is your fault? Have you people got my hands to get that's the South African accent, by the way. We'll, we'll get all the uh, the all the horrific regimes in one there and create a new language. The only thing yeah. that I can think of, right, is over the last couple of days, Facebook or the last couple of weeks, Facebook have been banning certain different uh, communities, like I know QAnon and all those kind of conspiracy theory, far right yeah, misinformation. Said to me, and I up into that whole yeah because today as well yeah. there was a, a hearing a senate hearing with Zuckerberg and yeah. with the other guy Jack Dorsey from Twitter and all the heads that are trying to you know b- big news in America where a lot of the yeah. right wing people are saying that Twitter and Facebook are censoring different conservative views this is the other route you could go down and become very popular with right wing extremists and kind of no. you know, plug oh. the hole no I'm God I'm God thanks you did, that's you did, you did, really annoys me though. I like I used you 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 would have seen some of my tweets over the years, and I regularly speak out against that and get attacked by that crowd. Yeah, and now I feel like I'm being put in the category of them, which irritates me even more. So not only are you strip me of my livelihood, you're throwing me in with a bunch of loons. So like I don't want that. Steve, you know Steve, I mean? Steve so maybe they're to just trying there. to get you more there's creative. Money to be made there, yeah. No, no, I don't want to. I'll, I'll set up my own party, uh, the Party of Ireland Party National. Does that sound good? I yeah, like that it. sounds great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The uh, Irish yeah. Uh, uh, National Primary be, School you'll Party. Be the Queen of New Ireland, Rocky. I will be the Queen of you New Ireland. The Queen. Yeah. God help everybody. <laughs> <laughs> We will re-educate them all. It's fine. Uh, do, do. No, but, but listen, so uh, I'm going to presume and hope that maybe it is it, it is just the, the bots and you at least get an opportunity to rectify uh, Well, hang on. If it gets unpublished then, does that mean everything stays the same? You'll have the same... You're not going to lose any followers or... No, it doesn't seem like it's been deleted. It's just been taken down. No, so it's, it's yeah, not live. You can't find so it. It's not, it's not visible. Yeah. It is visible to me, obviously, because I'm the admin, but it's not visible to anyone. So if you search my videos on Facebook, they'll, they'll only come up from... Other pages that have uploaded them over the years. The mind don't Do you know what the worst like, thing is going to be, Steve? Is that some people aren't going to get the humour or the context yeah. of when it was in because they could look back at something and obviously you do a lot of topical stuff. Like, you know, you'd release a video the day a news story breaks and it would be within the context of 
the yeah. news cycle yeah. that day that it makes perfect sense and someone looking back a month later would be like oh well, hang on what's going on here mm-hmm. uh, and I said yeah. that's another real complicated issue but you, you've not that I say you haven't made offensive comments You're, it's satire which can be ridiculed and take things to the extreme but it, the place it's coming from is to it's kind of like what Sasha Baron Cohen does with Borat and yes, other characters it's, that it's, a, it's a comical character caricatured exaggeration yeah. of a character to really reflect you back over, on the audience's you overemphasize the views of your opponent yeah. yeah so if I'm if I'm doing a thing about race I'm going to take a white conservative very very racist in America and I'm going to speak like him, but amplify it even more to make his views seem utterly ridiculous to anyone with a half brain watching it. And that's always the aim. Michael is the idiot. Michael is the focus of the humour. Yeah. He's anti-me. Yeah. What I am saying as Michael is like, they are the anti-views to me. You know what I mean? Like, mm, yeah, yeah, whatever yeah. Michael's saying, I hold the opposite view. Usually, usually. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> that's the odd one. It's, it's not all going to be like hidden messages and pure satirical. Sometimes it's just, you know, Everton or just yeah. pilot humour, whatever. People get that as well because people like light-hearted stuff. They don't always like the hidden, deeper political message about blue and blah and blue, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, but you play around, you know what I mean? It depends on the topic or covering. Sometimes, you, you know, if you're going to do a topic like around Black Lives Matter or abortion or disability or women's rights, you're going to do it with a, a modicum of, like, hidden messages and satire in it, you know? Yeah, and that's what I mean, But and you would always have that message clear enough before you go into recording yeah. it and publishing like it, and obviously... Them back, if I watch any of them back, or if anyone I know watches them back, they're there like, yeah, it's quite obvious what you're doing. How can anyone misconstrue that? And I'd be there, mm-hmm, you know, they're out there. <laughs> yeah. That's Some like, people just don't have a sense of humour, though. That's the problem. Yeah. Well, it's that's why Waterford Whispers News works. So... What's the plan now? I suppose we'll put a call out again. If you work on Facebook, can you sort out Steve O'Timothy's page, uh, Farmer uh, Farmer Michael, and have a look at what? The, so, with the page yeah. was the Farmer Michael page that got taken down. Sir Steve O'Timothy. Sorry, Sir Steve O'Timothy's page that got taken yeah. down. Right. If you're working on Facebook or know someone that does, can you sort that out and either give him a heads up? He spent a hell of a lot of money, which is, and he uh, was planning on spending a hell of a lot more, but now that's yeah. gone. And trust me, you do not want a 38 year old crippled Galway man <laughs> screaming outside your offices in character. They do not want that. Uh, no, but no. I kind of want to see want, that. Yeah, so do I actually. So Facebook... Fella, you know, if they want to fell a roaring in a West of Ireland accent in a wheelchair up outside Facebook offices this week, then just just comply. And that's not a threat. That's a threat. And in fairness to you, now that you say that, Saoirse, if you're listening from Facebook, you just hold off until he does that video <laughs> and then... Uh, <laughs> and I will do it naked. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, I will do it naked. And then reinstate the page. But uh, listen... dangling in the wind. I don't care. That'd be the <laughs> name of a really good novel. Lad dangling in the wind Lad by Sir Steve O'Timothy. Yeah. Dangling in the wind. No, I do it. I'll do it Facebook trust me I've done worse in my life it definitely has and he definitely will so uh, listen really kind of unfortunate to hear that 2020 the year that you didn't think could kick you while you were down anymore decided to pull that um, on you again and fingers crossed um, it'll get sorted but your other platforms as well anyway YouTube, Instagram and Twitter the handles are so you can see yourself and Roxy Uh, Sir Steve Timothy Official and Rocco underscore gold on Instagram 
Rocco underscore gold Beautiful. on Instagram. Uh, well, listen, Steve, good to see you back in the chair and uh, pumping out so more uh, sketches and pumping out more there. videos. Keep I know, it, yeah. Did you like up. that one? I know. <laughs> 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 oh, we won't say anymore. We'll get ourselves in trouble now. But listen, uh, fingers crossed, something uh, comes of it. And if you do hear anything back from the Facebook overlords and if they do give you a penance, will you let us know what the crack is? And we will uh, obviously uh, we'll bring you back on and see if it gets sorted. But to yourself and Roxy, we'll let you go, all right? And we We'll chat you again soon. Thank you so much, guys. Take it easy, Bye, 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 bye. Yeah, there you go. Deleting pages left, right and centre. That must be so annoying if you're spending that money. It's happened before. I've taken out ads on certain things. And again, you know, you've done kind of piss-takey videos about, I put up videos about fake weight loss products. Yeah. And it's been automatically banned because you're not allowed to promote things like that. You're like, well, Even though it's a take the piss. Give a human a job. My God. Anyway, frustrating. If you've ever experienced anything like it, let us know. Oh, it's FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. We can search you here on Room 104 with Play Blue. You can see what takes your fancy at playblue.ie. You know you want to. Still to come on the show, we'll have an uh, impressionist on. Uh, phenomenally good impressions of uh, Tony. What's his name? Lapa. I keep forgetting his name. I keep forgetting his name. Hang it's on. It's a hard name. Tony Lapidus. Lapidus. Lapidus was the wrong way of pronouncing it. Sorry, Tony Lapidus. You'll see him on Instagram and TikTok kind of blown up. Does phenomenal impressions of Tyson Fury, David Attenborough, uh, the Peaky Blinders cast and most of the Sopranos. So he'll be on at about 11 o'clock this evening for a little bit of a, a late night impressionist entertainment. And then uh, just after that, you're going to be hearing from an expert in body language about how you're repelling men, our women, because of how you're holding yourself and what your body language signs are giving away and what you can do about that to become a little bit more attractive um, using just your body language. Now, Matthew has sent in a, a text for the Darwin Awards yes. that you were doing a little bit earlier on, the Darwin Awards. Again, we're just honouring the best in stupid uh, tonight on the show. Hey, Cormac and Saoirse, I'd like to nominate the Trump administration for claiming that one of Trump's accomplish- er, accomplishments was ending the pandemic. Debts are increasing in the US at the minute. <laughs> Of course they are. Matthew, I saw that actually. I saw them posting something out to saying that they got it under control. They've been very kind of all over the shop on that. But of course, yes, there you go. They're gone. You can, uh, nominated. Nominated indeed. There'd be a lot of stuff we could nominate there. But there you go. That's a Darwin Award. Um, separately to that, Cormac, I have one of them collars for my dog. When he barks, he gets a shock and it must hurt because he lets out a scream. Oh, I've seen dogs that have the, those collars. Big dogs, by the way, that do stay very quiet when they have it on because yeah. it must be sore. So are you prepared for this? If it hurts a dog, it must hurt you. I bought a electric shock collar for a dog. I didn't realise, I didn't know, because I tried to buy one of these before, right? Not for a dog, for the show. And it said it wouldn't deliver to Ireland. Because, oh, really? Yeah, they were like, I didn't, maybe they are legal. I don't know if you have a dog and you know what the crack is with that. But we've got one for the Halloween special on Friday. I'm going to be trapped in that electric shock collar for the start of the show. So if you've ever wanted to electrocute me. I'm also thinking like dogs' necks are much thicker. And they have a lot of more hair than I do. They have hair and they have thicker, they have just a thicker neck than we would. So I might be kind of dangerous. That's going to terrify me now. I don't know why I agreed to do this. Why did you agree? And you're not even going to test it beforehand. Oh God. No, well, I'll test it. I will test it, but I'll be like, maybe I'll have to wear a scarf underneath to to do that. But that's on Friday anyway. Thanks for the message. I'm after losing my pen, flicking across the uh, yoke. Anyone else have any of those shock collars you can let us know? I have sleep apnea. Okay. Oh, because we were talking about sleep paralysis earlier on. It's similar. Oh. Yeah, we'll be talking to somebody who was in a coma but heard and felt everything. 
Sleep apnea is slightly different though. It sleep is. apnea is just you get you kind of, your throat collapses and you can't breathe. I was thinking of the sleep paralysis thing that it must be similar to that, but yeah, sleep apnea. Yeah, I don't, I don't actually know what that. Yeah, is. Yeah, so that's on uh, that's on Friday's show as well. We'll be chatting to a couple of people who were in comas for like ten years, an entire decade. But while they were in it, they were completely conscious, were completely aware, could hear and see absolutely everything around them. But everyone thought they were brain dead, and they weren't. They couldn't, they couldn't tell anyone. It would be incredibly. I don't even know how insane that feeling must be but happens more often than you think it would be so that's uh, Friday's show as we mentioned our impressionist and expert in body language still to come on the show a little bit after 11 o'clock Lewis Capaldi uh, before you go on the way next year in F104 F- FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long. Uh, room 104 we're going to be speaking to an impressionist a little bit later on at about 11 o'clock oh, 20 past 11 tonight now though we want to know the answer to this question Yes, we do. Only 10% of people have a what? Have a sense of humour. Only 10% of people have a soul. No, everyone has a soul. A lot of people do not have a sense of humour. I would say probably a little bit more than 10% actually do, though. Uh, Yeah, so maybe that number is off. And the uh, clue you gave before that song was? Well, I said the clue was, you know, it's something that will probably develop early on in your life. Okay. You, You might, something might happen. And then it will stick in your head forever. And as you get older, it's going to obviously get a little bit worse. I have this. I I have one of these. You have one of these. Tara Murray has one of these that I know of. Hmm. A lot of people, uh, a lot of people we know have one of these. Actually, our old boss had a really strange one of these. Okay. Oh eight seven six seven nine seven one zero four. If you think you know what it is, I think I know what it is. Anyway, what is it? Is it a fear or phobia? Is it a fear of phobia? Only ten percent of people have a fear of phobia. Yes, it is. <laughs> Only t- I would have thought it was a hell of a lot more than yeah, that. Yeah, so did I. Where are you getting these stats from? This no, is this fake is, news. This is fake new m- stats that has come out. Only ten percent of people have. A phobia. Now, now, I think there's the difference right, between, okay. you know, I fear a dog, maybe, that's right. walking close. A phobia is you cannot cope with the sight of a dog. Yeah, like yeah, me like and you, my rats. Right, yeah. Okay, because some people mightn't like, they might be slightly uncomfortable with flying. They might have a fear of flying, but they wouldn't have an uncontrollable response to being on a plane. Yeah, like, I mean, I don't like flying. I wouldn't say I have a phobia of flying. I right, still yeah. fly. I still go away on holidays. Now, yeah. I'd be in a bit of a panic, but I'll get there and I'll be fine. A rat... I, I cannot deal with the cartoon, the sight of it, everything about it. So that is a complete oh, other wait phobia. Till Friday night. Stop. Dun, dun, dun. No, don't do that to me now. Do not. Phobia looks everywhere. So only 10% of people have an actual phobia. I knew somebody before who had a, a when I say phobia, the same way you are with rats, has a, a compulsive, uncontrollable reaction, crazy reaction to uh, cotton wool. I don't understand that. Like, cotton wool can't hurt you. It can't harm you. It doesn't move. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's What's Tara's crippling fear? Or she, phobia, she I should say. She doesn't like pigeons. But, like, will she lose her mind if there's pigeons? If we brought a pigeon in here, will now, she lose her mind? I think she would. I think she would. Now, I haven't been around her with a pigeon before, so I'm not 100% sure if it's as severe as my rat phobia. But, now, rat and mice, by the way. Mice are equally as bad. Um, but she definitely dislikes them a lot like she'd get very anxious I know somebody who had a fear of tomato sauce 
that phobia. one is... No, phobia, not a fear, like a proper phobia, proper like you, you would have to leave it in the press when they came over. No, I can kind of get it in the sense that it reminds them of blood maybe and they don't like that. No, she was pinned down by her brother as a kid when they used to fight and he used to just squirt it all over her face. Oh, that's a bit mean. <laughs> and kind of funny, but like traumatised her. You know Hannah here in the office? Oh yeah, bananas. She's a, an actual phobia of bananas. She's yeah. terrified of them. That's a strange one. Uh, and our old boss was terrified of balloons. Oh, that's right, yeah. Terrified balloons, that's, yeah. That's an odd one. Balloons, you'd kind of, I would have, most people would have associated them with happy things, like birthdays that's and stuff. That's what I would have thought, yeah. Weird. If anyone has any uh, strange, odd phobias, you can let us know. Oh, it's 76797104. The 10 most common phobias, apparently uh, social phobias. Social phobia, like that is the weirdest thing to me ever. Now, I know, like, sometimes, to be honest with you, sometimes I hate I'll tell you what I do hate. I hate having to collect herself after a night out after work. And then she's like, I no, remember come those in. days. <laughs> come in. Woo. I'm outside. No, come in. And then you go in stone cold sober into the globe and it's rammed and you're just hating life. I can't stand that. You know what I mean? <laughs> but you do it People banging into you and I'm like, come on, will you go? And I'm in a mood. It's just, I hate that. Absolutely can't stand that. I wouldn't say it necessarily that it's a social phobia, but I feel very uncomfortable in those situations because I'm just like, oh, for God's sake. But it's just because everyone's having fun and you just come from work and you just you're just want to go buzz. home. No. Yeah, and uh, no, you don't really care that the place is wedged No, if you've had a few responsibilities. But if you're going in there stone cold sober like two in the, well, one in the morning, you're just like, what, what get me out of here for? right now. I hate all of this. So social phobia is apparently is a common fear. Another one, um, agoraphobia. Agoraphobia, I should say. Fear of open spaces. Like, I that's mean, strange. I laugh, but that's odd now. Now, I could understand if someone might have that fear off the back of maybe being in some kind of oh, know, they were terrorist attack or something like that. You know, like in a yeah. train station or something. Yeah. Maybe something like that. But fear of open spaces, that's like fear of a football pitch. Yeah, well, that a stadium. You know, a concert or something like yeah, that. You hear those things getting worse and worse and worse. That's when people don't leave their homes for years. Yeah. And they sit inside. That's a terrible one. Fear of open spaces. Now, I thought you had this fear. Uh, yeah, a little bit, to be honest with you. Acrophobia. Any, Which any is... Any take us for acrophobia? Yeah, the fear of heights. Fear of heights. Would, wouldn't have been very good with heights at all now. Now, if you were in an escalator that was... Oh, no, fine. ...up on like the 100th, whatever, and 20th floor and it got stuck, would you be... More afraid of being stuck in a small confined space or the fact that you're that high up? I don't care about the confined space. You can manage with that. It's yeah, just the, the height sometimes. Um, I remember when I was away years ago on holidays. Remember holidays? Oh, yeah. Those things, yeah. Those things. Remember when you were able to leave the country uh, and go to other places. But one of the things to do to see on this island was climb up the bell tower. Oh, and yeah. I was in a pair of flip-flops. And we were going up and then the stairs was all fine. But then it got right up to the really really high up to the top and just my feet started getting real sweaty so I was slipping out of my flip flops Oh, and I was like that that scared sweat and I would just turn back and I was like nah I'm not going up really? I just, just couldn't because it was really narrow and like someone pushed you you're falling off the top of this thing an old like church spire thing that you're getting right at the top it's like oh god Yeah. so sometimes yeah no can't do that can't do that at all the fear of flying the official name of fear of flying by the way is let me try and pronounce this this is this actually now. mad I never knew that this was the, the fear of flying, which is... Pteromahanophobia. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. 
Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Paturomarhanophobia. Paturomarhanophobia. That is the fear of flying. That's the official name for the fear of flying. If you have a fear of flying, you have... Paturomarhanophobia. Wow. That's, yeah. Claustrophobia. We all know that one. Fear of enclosed spaces. Entomo, uh, entomophobia. Fear of insects. I don't know if insects aren't really that scary, are they? People, Some well, spiders, people do. I suppose. No, spiders is arachnophobia. Yes. Because of the movie. Did you ever see the movie I Arachnophobia? It's actually horrible. Oh, that, that's what I had a fear of spiders for years as well. I'm pretty sure it was because of that, that movie. See, Terrifying. I would have a severe fear of, of spiders now if I lived in Australia or somewhere. Yeah, no, I And still... in their news, was it yesterday or today? The fu- Is it the funnel web spider? There's some spider anyway that's coming in during uh, the summer months now uh, that is deadly. Uh, and not in the cool sense. Not no. in like, oh, deadly as in will kill as you. As in deadly. Poisonous and so on. And they're looking for comfort in homes, people's homes. So good luck with that, Australian um, people listening. Yeah, fear snakes, a phobia. Phobia is your fear of snakes. Cynophobia, fear of dogs. I never, ever knew that that was the fear of dogs. What were you talking to someone on the show before with fear of dogs? Yeah, a lot of people do have a fear of dogs. Now, again, a fear and a phobia, totally different things. Like, are you afraid of dogs because maybe you got bitten when you were younger or do they just disturb you to look at, which I can't understand why. Mm. I did actually hear somebody talk about having a huge fear of dogs after watching Beethoven. Why would you have a fear? Yeah, they said the dog was terrifying and <laughs> was a took, took over the whole house and it scared them. All right. That's literally my favourite dog in the world. Astrophobia is a fear of storms. I don't think we really get that we here. We don't get that, no. Uh, there'll be more. And uh, trypanophobia is a fear of needles. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, there's loads of people with fears of needles. I get that one a lot. I would say the most popular common ones here, fear of needles, I'd say it's very, very common and popular. A fear of, oh, I'd say claustrophobia. Yeah. You're probably claustrophobic. Fear of flying is another good one. Heights. Uh, I don't know about open spaces. Um, I suppose you'd never be able to really talk to someone who had a fear of open spaces because no. if you locked away, you'd never get to see them. And social phobias. I say they're the most common ones in, in this country. Your old social phobias, fear of heights, flying, claustrophobia, and then the fear of needles. I have actually looked into trying to get therapy for my fear of uh, rats and mice. Um, because it's dangerous when I'm when I'm driving. If I'm driving and a rat runs out in front of the car, I 
have this idea that the rat will somehow yeah. jump inside the car even though the doors and windows are closed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'll swerve. <sighs> it's really bad. It's very dangerous. Uh, fear of people in costumes. Who's this online to now? Hello, how are you? Hi. What's the crack? Uh, we didn't get your name. What's your name? Katie. Sorry, sorry Katie, Hi, Katie. What's the crack? How are things of a, of a, a Wednesday, well, Wednesday evening? Wednesday evening, yeah, yeah. You have a fear of people in costumes. I, 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 I've kind of grown out of it a little bit, but it used to be like, like it was horrible. Fear you never see like people in like, you know, in a shopping centre that are dressed up as a character or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Crippling fear, like tears. Really? Yeah. Where did this stem from? I think it stemmed from, um, I was at a theme park in America and this person dressed as a mummy chased me around the whole theme park and I hid under a bush. Katie, I was about 12 years old. Katie. I was about 12 at the time. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> that'll definitely be it. And yeah. I presume you yeah. didn't have that fear before this particular incident. No. <laughs> I guess when you say it though, you don't actually know who's behind the costume, and you know That's it could be it. one of the you know could the big anybody. yeah the big head of the the yeah. costume is usually very happy, and you're like that could be a creepy old man in there. Absolutely, you don't know. I'm, I do. I used to work in a shopping centre, and I had to ask. I was like, do you guys set these people before you let them in here? Like? <laughs> <laughs> that was brilliant. So, like, has it ever? After that, obviously, then, if you were in the shopping centre when you were 14, 15, 16, would you literally kind of, like, start crying if you came across Absolutely. one in the shopping centre? I had to just, I had to turn around and walk away. Oh, my God. So even now, still, if you were to go in... And if someone's offering you a free block of cheese dressed up as, I don't know, a cheese character, you'd just be like... <laughs> I would just... I don't, I don't kind of get, like, like that anymore, but I would still avoid. Wow. I just don't trust them. <laughs> that's, a, that's a strange one. So, yeah. obviously, Halloween is the worst time of year for you. Yeah, it's pretty bad, yeah. <laughs> for, for every reason other than the the actual fear of Halloween. Oh, like, I'm God. scared of fireworks, I'm scared of bonfires and stuff, and this scary person, films and uh, Katie is afraid of everything that Halloween is. Like, what about you dressing up? Do you mind dressing up yourself? No, I don't mind. And I don't mind as long as I can see someone's face. Okay. Yeah, it's the mask or the, the head of it's the, the costume. It's the fact of, I think, not knowing who's behind it. Yeah, I get that. And not knowing what they're going to do. Like, good luck if someone put me into a haunted house. Oh, good God. Could you imagine? Don't listen to the show on Friday. You are not going to have a good time. You are going to have a terrible time. Uh, I'm trying to, what was I going to say? I was trying to think there of other situations. Like the movie Scream. Are you terrified of that? No, because I'm, it's not right standing right in front of me. Okay. Oh, no. Like, I'm terrified of that. I'm not in immediate danger in that situation. <laughs> but the poor lad dressed up in like... Uh, but what are those? Mickey like? Mouse or Minnie Mouse? She's <laughs> <laughs> getting paid minimum wage. She's like, God, no. no. But I feel like as soon as they feel like you, like they can sense the fear and then they target you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't want to show a sign of weakness. That's the problem. No. I remember going no, to I went to Disneyland as a child and I was chasing the characters. Like they were getting away from me. They were running away. I wanted a picture with Daisy and Minnie yeah. and whatever. This, like this was like a, you know there's a Mummy Returns roller coaster, so they were designed. Scary. Oh no! Yeah, that would kind of freak me out at yeah. a child. And your your parents obviously brought you over, and we're trying to do a lovely holiday, and probably saved up for years. She'll remember and like, this Here forever. Here we go. We love our kids <laughs> so much, and they traumatize you. Your parents traumatized you over at the theme park. 
they still talk about it as a fond memory because they think it was hilarious. <laughs> it is pretty funny though. <laughs> it's such the, uh, the the Irish family responses. Oh, it was hilarious. Was You're literally gas. they're having a nervous breakdown at 12 years of age, and they're like, "Oh, sure, go on." But like, did they obviously were you in, in bits then the first time it happened? Did they have to bring you home, or did they, did you just soldier on through for the rest of the day? No, that was it. I had to leave. Oh my god! But they couldn't find me for. Oh God! Now, does anyone else in your family have a crippling fear? Um, no, not that I'm aware of. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually not that common, though. Clearly, from these stats. Well, uh, yeah, that uh, crippling fear or fear of people in costumes, but no, and you never obviously, you never went and got help for it. Like you went to see, I don't know how you try and sort that out, but you, you never, you never tried to go no, see I a think therapist. I just or learned to deal with it. Yeah, the good Irish way: bury those feelings deep down, and only only let them come up every now and then when you're blindsided in a shopping centre. My God, God, right? Very interesting. I've never heard of that one before. Now, well, listen, Katie, if if you're ever in studio, we'll make sure to put masks on um, when you come in. And so you're wearing a mask all the time. Yeah, go on, Katie. Yeah, yeah, go on. Yes. God, oh, I'm too funny. Well, uh, listen. Uh, Katie, lock yourself away Saturday evening and you should be all right to come out again by Monday morning. I absolutely will. <laughs> uh, listen, uh, we'll be sure t- to dress up and come yeah. to your window and basically oh, scare the absolute. Dressed as a mummy. Uh, will you give us a text on Monday and let us know how you get on over the weekend? Yeah, I probably won't leave the house, but of course Fair I will. Fair enough, yeah. <laughs> good, but the, good plan, the very good bold trick-or-treaters might turn up at your door even though they're not supposed to. Oh, they're not allowed to. You can just boot them away. I think I'll spend the weekend putting up Christmas decorations. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. Join the club. Have a little Christmas decoration live Zoom yeah, with Saoirse on Saturday sure. evening and just ignore all the monsters out your front door. Listen, Katie, <laughs> that's a very strange one. Thanks a million for popping on and sharing it and just best of luck this weekend, all right? Thanks, have a nice night. Bye. That's a good one. That is a good one. Very strange. Never, ever, ever knew that you could be scared of costumes. One of the girls we used to hang around with was terrified of the screen mask. Terrified. So we obviously got one and just hit around her gaff. Oh, that's really she used mean. to invite everyone over. She was the house that, you know, mum and dad didn't to, mind yeah. and we'd be watching movies and stuff and one of the lads would bang one on and just stare in underneath the curtains or underneath <sighs> the blinds so for ages until she'd see it and just literally have a conniption. It is a really scary mask, I have to say. It's a, a bit, yeah. Isn't it? Yeah, it's a bit bad. We all thought it was funny though. She was traumatised like poor Katie yeah, as well. Of course but we, we had our fun. Again though, I think it's more of a fear. Well, that sounded like phobia, like that, especially when she was a teenager. Anyway, no, but I'm talking about the screen mask. Like oh, she yeah, just yeah. didn't like it. it was oh like no, a this, fear. no, no, no. This one had. Oh, she had a severe phobia of it. Screaming gosh. fits, wow. not just like oh, get away, as in screaming like me convulsions. Uh, yeah. yeah, like like rat reactions, like you. Mm. So listen, if you have any other good ones, any other odd, strange fears, do let us know. Oh eight seven six seven nine seven one zero four. Ariana Grande, seven rings on the way next here in F one zero four. FM one zero four's Room one zero four podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long. The population actually has, I should say, phobias, one of those uncontrollable reactions to uh, something like a clown or a rat or whatever it is. Uh, Karen's after messaging, Evening, sir. When I was younger, I used to be terrified of butterflies and only recently got over it. I'm 22. One was stuck on my window, so I cupped him in my hand and let him out. Such beautiful things I understand now. Oh, butterflies are creepy if you look at them up close. Why? They're, they're class little yokes. No, they look nice from afar and, you know, I like the idea of going to a butterfly farm and standing there where they all land on you. But if you actually look at them, they're really ugly. I remember when we were in primary school, I think, was there like a butterfly thing in the 
in uh, what's the place Glasnevin yeah in the bo- bo- Botanical Gardens yeah that's the one is there a butterfly thing out there there was anyway I think it's I think it's still there so you walked in it was a much much hotter room yeah and then the butterflies were flying all over the place that I was think lovely actually we gave one of the girls in the class a phobia of butterflies because when we were walking in we were like oh my god the butterflies and they suck all your blood and they bite you and oh my god it's terrifying and she was like no no Oh, you're so yeah, evil. Oh my Why god, would oh my god. you do that? Because it was funny. That's right? not funny at all. We found it hilarious. She literally almost had a heart attack. Yeah, you would have a heart attack. <laughs> Dear God. You now you're going into this hot, sweaty, steamy place. And you're like, oh, good God, what's going on? Like, I wouldn't want one to land on me now, to be honest. Like, when you look at their disgusting little legs. Mm. Oh, they're nice. They're, they're kind of like daddy long legs with wings. Yeah, with big, big, big ones as well. I found something in the attic for you guys. We'll be sent in as soon as. Do you see what that got sent in? Someone has a CD of Buddy Joe. No, they Club do Hoppers. not. Listen, uh, who sent that in? Will you send us in your name? I just can't uh, see your name on this uh, on the work phone. That the work is phone the at the moment. Coolest thing ever. We still have CD decks in here. Send yeah. My oh. God, that that would go for a fortune. I'd pay for that. Yeah. Oh, this one is no. That's old school. Yeah, I don't know if they were. There's two blank CDs in there. Do we have the CDs? Yeah, but you know what they used to be? The emergency fire discs. Yeah. It might be. I want to see who's. I don't know what's playing. But now you don't need that. Oh, he's he's literally after going over to the side of the studio. You're live on air right now, and you're messing with a old CD player that I don't even know how to use anymore. CD one. Oh yeah. What's that even playing? It's Frank Jazz, is it? Yes. Oh, it is, yeah. Okay. Well, that's Frank Jazz leaving the CDs <laughs> in there. We'll just come back to him a little bit later on. Go. Yes, Frank. Yes. Great. Send us in CDs. We'll get back to playing CDs now. And vinyls. Got a few vinyl players in here now. Job done. Happy days. Yeah, that was cool to find. Uh, yeah, listen. Yeah, send in the uh, Club Hoppers. Oh, it's the club, the club hoppers, Buddy Joe, not Bobby Joe. No, Buddy Joe, yeah. Club hoppers, yeah. No, thanks for that. Uh, sent that into oh eight seven six seven nine seven one four. Right, uh, still to come on the show, we'll be chatting to an impressionist who just be entertaining it with some of his takes on David Attenborough, uh, some of his takes on The Sopranos, Tyson Fury, people like that. All very interesting. And what your body language is doing for your dating life, it might be making you more attractive. It might be making you look more ugly as well. We'll be chatting to an expert in body language before the end of the show. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. Want to? Hi lads, I can't pop on at the moment. Sad face, don't worry about it, it's fine. But my phobia of dogs is crazy to the point that I always try to avoid parks and beaches. That's mad. So you have a massive phobia of dogs. I didn't realise so many people, I suppose if you've got attacked by a dog when you're younger, like I got attacked by ducks in the zoo when I was a kid. Yeah, you told me that so actually. So I had yeah. a bit of a, a bit of a fear of ducks for a while there. And I always feel a little bit uneasy off them. Do you? So if yeah. you were in the zoo now and you were having a sandwich by the bench, you I'd know, just break down in tears. Yeah, the duck is coming over to you. Are you freaking out? Yeah, it's crying, crying in a ball, oh running away. Now I get the dog thing. It's weird. I know. I know. I shouldn't be um, judging on different breeds or whatever, but I'd be more afraid of like a pit bull or yeah. a bull mastiff or something like that. Mm. Again. They could be the nicest dog in the world, but they just look a bit scary or Doberman or something like that. Yeah, I remember I was in a in a place before and the guys we were over visiting, but they had a massive Alsatian. Yeah. Terrified. 
because it was just it didn't even want to pet it because it just looked so threatening I know you look at the colour of them yeah, like, like, sure we had a black Labrador growing up huge thing she was huge now like she was like a very masculine looking female dog barked really deep bark on her the most gentle dog in the world but yeah. I remember one time there was like a, a lot of break-ins in the area and the guards came across you know the, the map of the, the burglars had left behind yeah. and they had actually marked our house off oh, because no. oh, were, the, dog, the was... dog was there and like she used to sit in the driveway the whole time so they were like nope see you later bye bye yeah. uh, Ash has said my f- another person who has a fear of butterflies yeah I mean what honestly they're but- poor butterflies people with their butterflies over here no no they're not that's pretty that's Kieran and Ash who have fears of butterflies I would planning for your next trip Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.